I suppose you're proud of yourself. Just telling it like it is. That's been your excuse for the last 67 years. My excuse? Your excuse for hurting people whenever the hell you feel like it. I don't hurt people. Oh no? I guess you didn't hurt Aunt Dolly on her wedding day when you said she looked like a, a, a cheap Las Vegas hooker. Well, did you see the wedding dress? The back of it was cut right down to here. You could see the crack of her... Well, it was indecent. And I guess you didn't hurt Cousin Jerry when you called his German wife a Nazi who probably slept with Hitler. There's no proof that she didn't. Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to NYC Actors Talk Film. And this is our mini-series on John Candy, NYC Actors Talk John Candy. You see, we're a podcast series where we go through actors' filmography and most prolific work. I'm Nick. I'm Hunter. And Hunter. How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Nick? I'm all right. Okay, okay. that's good. I feel right. Um, what are we? What film are we talking about today in our John Candy miniseries? Uh, only the lonely, the 1991 Chris Columbus classic? Question mark. Classic. Is it the classic? We will have to find out. I'm just gonna uh, speak in a falsetto for the rest of the episode, starting now. Hello. Hello! <laughs> and speaking of hello, Christopher Columbus, uh, founded America, <laughs> <laughs> and also a film director. He's, you know, he's a, uh, uh, what's the word? Well, he's, he's, a, he's, at least a, he's at least a double threat, if not a triple threat. Yeah, no, 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 he's definitely, he's a double threat, and then add John Candy in the mix, triple threat. That's he, true. He did, he, John Candy is an actor <laughs> in his movies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, um, but yeah, this uh, is my uh, he multitask. Sorry, uh, 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 he multitasks. This Christopher Columbus guy. Oh yeah, you love this America. Movie. Directed only the lonely and Miss Doubtfire, <laughs> and that's all I could. And and Home Alone. Yeah, yeah. Just minor, minor indie films. Minor, yeah. Uh, very, uh, very underground. Yeah. Indie flicks. So this is my first time. I've never even heard of this movie before. Uh, you put it on the list. I did, and I was uh, going uh, researching John Candy. You know his m- more memorable roles in his unfortunately very short career. This one popped up because this one, the way I was reading it anyway, like this one seemed like oh yeah, this is a little different from some of the other ones. This is more dramatic. He's the romantic lead. Which is obviously for John Candy very, you know, a very unconventional uh, romantic lead. You know, it's it's pretty against type. Kind of like uh, in Splash when he was a playboy. It's kind of like that where I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay, yeah, I definitely want to like do this one to cover this movie. Um, so yeah, uh, uh, starring him, he's the star again. Romantic lead Ali Sheedy from Breakfast Club fame. Uh, she is the romantic interest. Uh, Maureen O'Hara is the mom. Uh, she is a very famous uh, film actress uh, from uh, in her youth, and uh, she came back uh, for this movie. Um, any fun facts about about that, Hunter? Yes, yes, yes. Um, her last movie was in 1971, which is kind of crazy. And the writer for this film wanted her to play it like really bad, and so they sent her the script, and she was like. I'm gonna do this. And then she never, after this film, she never 
did anything else again. So she kind of um, came out of retirement. For... So this was her last movie? Yep. So the one that uh, got her out of retirement and her last movie. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting, Interesting right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, so uh, at Jim Belushi, uh, uh, he plays kind of like the sex-crazed best friend. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, who else is in this movie, Hunter? Oh gosh, uh, Macaulay Culkin. Macaulay Culkin shows up. He he shows up. Which he says like two cool. lines and then falls. <laughs> I know, like a little boy. Like a little boy. In the, in the last movie that we sent, because he's in uh, Uncle Buck. So this, the is, buck. Uh, the this buck. is this is his third movie with John Candy. Third movie. Yeah, because right, because okay, uh, Home Alone. That's right. Home Alone's the second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's interesting that um, uh, uh, Chris Columbus he wanted Macaulay Culkin to do a cameo in this, just like John Candy did a cameo in that. And so it was kind of like a little teeter totter of cameos there. Yeah. So this is an, uh, an interesting movie, 1991, right? That's what that's uh, yes. when it came out. Uh, so yeah, this is an interesting one. I'm curious what you think, Hunter. I'm. Cu- I myself am curious about what I think, because uh, who knows what I think about this movie. <laughs> you're probably, Hunter, you're probably still thinking, does he like it? Does he hate it? What does is he, he think? Uh, <laughs> so, Hunter, I'll give it to you first. Uh, what, for, this is your first viewing. Uh, what do you think of Only the Lonely? So, I think this movie is fine. It's there. It's... Jo- I will say John Candy, very handsome in this movie. He's a very handsome guy in this movie. Oh, he's he's a he's a catch in this. Yeah, like the other movies, he's playing like kind of his shtick, but it's like, oh, you're such a he's a handsome fellow in this movie, and he does a very good job. And actually, I think everybody in this movie knows the movie that they're making, and everybody's doing a very good job. Saying that, I don't think I will remember this movie uh, in like a few days. It's kind of forgettable, um, except for um, Marine O'Hara's <laughs> role. Will probably stick with me for life, <laughs> for some reason. For life, um, okay. Life, um, but yeah, this movie's fine. Uh, I'll, I think I'll unravel my thoughts a little bit more as we uh, converse. But yeah, what did you think? Um, so I, yeah, I was very intrigued to watch this because I was like, oh, this seems like a little different, a little more underrated. Than some of the other movies we've we've done, where this one isn't as well known as like a splash or like a plain strange automobiles. Mm. Um, so I was very interested in watching this, and I don't think it's a great movie by any means. I think it's pretty flawed in some areas, especially when it comes to the romance uh, between John Candy and Ali Sheedy. But I actually quite enjoyed this. I liked it. Uh, I. I, at first, I thought, oh, I'm not going to like this movie. I, at first, like, w- with the first couple of scenes, I was like, yeah, I get what the movie's trying to do. Like, yeah, he has, like, his mom has a hold over him and everything. And I was like, oh, are we playing this just kind of like one note? Like, yeah, mom's evil. And so I was worried about that from the start. But that isn't the case. And by the end of it, uh, I was actually really, actually more than even the romance in the movie. I was more, uh, I was more pulled in by the the relationship between him and his mom. 
Interesting. What I because I did not I did not take that from this movie. Interesting. Um, I thought, and maybe my mind will change, but from my viewing, I thought that the mom was kind of like just very awful and just like. But that's the point. No, I know, but like like very just like one note. And at the end of this movie that we'll get to, like there's a there's no like resolution there you know what I mean? yeah we'll get into that I'm, I, that's interesting yeah. how you say that because I not to say I, I fully disagree but mm-hmm. I, I I do favor that stuff I guess more than you did um, but yeah so yeah just to kind of kind of get through like kind of the main points the main plot points of this movie so yeah we kind of start with John Candy he's a cop everyone likes him you know he's saying hi to everyone in the neighborhood which is always just really charming because, like, John Candy is that guy, was that guy in real life. So, like, you know, just to see that reflected on screen as as much as possible is always just good because that was his legacy. So, you know, you want to see that in, like, almost every movie he was in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, and his mom is very controlling and very uh, petty and, you know, basically a, a, a typical... Uh, mom of any ethnicity, really, like uh, Italian, Irish, you know, uh, they're all, you know, it's a stereotype, but it's a stereotype for a reason because sometimes that's very true. Like, you know, yeah. sometimes older moms are like that. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so, you know, he, he kind of has visions of like, oh, if I go to this game with my friends and leave my mom alone. Like, will she die? Will she get into an accident? Like, basically, like, he's fantasizing, like, oh, what if this happens while I'm, while, while I'm away? You know, like, oh, and, you know, it's kind of a guilt thing that, you know, I, I, he definitely, like, picked up from, like, his mom and everything. Like, you know, like, oh, you know, should I not think for myself at all? Should I not be at least a little bit selfish in life? You know, should I always think about her and family and everything? You know, should I not, should I ever... Should I never think about myself in life? Should I always do things for other people? And I think that's pushed to a limit as we get through or, or go through his kind of character arc throughout the movie. And I don't, once again, I don't think it's a clean arc by any means, but I do think it's there and I think it, it works well enough. And uh, I'll kind of explain why as we get through the movie. But, um, but yeah, any thoughts about, about all that? Yeah, I mean, I think there's... Um a good arc for John Candy in this movie. Um, but like, I don't know, like there's a lot of things that the mom says that are just like, oh man, you are like such a bigot. Yeah, and like they she don't, is a bigot. I know she is, but like, I guess I wanted some like, oh, I've, I guess it's realistic, but I guess I wanted some like, oh, I learned, I learned that I was wrong. So, you know like, I mean? for you, it was, like, a little too mean-spirited where you didn't see the purpose of all that, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I just, okay. I wanted I wanted some sort of, like, oh, she learned from her way. Otherwise, it was, like, especially the the plane sequence where, like, her and her man that she found or whatever, like... Oh, and what, a, and what a charming man he is. He's, like, picking flowers in the beginning of the movie for her. What a gentleman. I wanted to get into him some because I wanted a movie that was him trying to get her 
I wanted I wanted to spin off a little bit because he was very good. He was very good. Yeah, he was very charming in the movie. That very you know, a few a few scenes, but I think every scene he was in I was like, Oh, like look at this charming old man, you know, just trying <laughs> his best to you know, uh, to find love and you know, he's 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 pushing for it, you know, but like, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day it's it's mostly like a, a yeah, really charming subplot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, I I guess I just didn't I didn't see the point of like of that. Hmm. I guess interesting. Well, uh, to kind of play devil's avocado a little bit, um, I think that you know the, sometimes the purpose is that that's the character, mm-hmm. like they're kind of set in their ways, and. Um, you know, she's very much an antagonistic force for a lot of the movie, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I I will kind of argue that she does have kind of a character turn. Once again, do I think it's the cleanest character turn of all time? Absolutely not. I, I do mm-hmm. think there's some unearned moments in her kind of resolution. But there are some other ways that they resolve her character that I thought was actually pretty pretty excellent. I wish the whole movie was that in a way, mm. because we'll get into the romance very soon. But, uh, but I I actually thought that the strongest stuff of the movie was the relationship between O'Hara and Candy. Their their chemistry is on point. Once again, more than the romantic chemistry, in my opinion. Uh, yeah. And and I and I actually thought that was like yeah like the best stuff of the movie. I I will agree with that. I think their chemistry was amazing, and their scenes together were what drove the movie um and especially how you say that uh the chemistry is better than the romantic chemistry i i only fell for that because of john candy because i liked him in this movie a lot so i was like okay i'll look past the the i don't know just well, how it's they kind of one note them. i mean like it's yes. a one note romance i mean you know i i'll definitely agree with that I think Ali Sheedy is very charming in the movie. I think, you know, uh, she's a, a cutie patootie, um, mm-hmm. and she's doing good work here. You know, I think I think the the one time, and I think, and the movie knows this too, because they bring it back later in the movie, but the, mm-hmm. the one really charming scene they have is at the beginning when he's, like, listing, like, okay, here's the reasons why we, you know, you won't uh, go out with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's kind of listing all these things, like, oh, are you going to get your, you know, legs waxed? Are you going to do this? And she's just like, you know, every time, you know, more and more kind of charmed by him, you know, like, no, 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 you know. So I, I, I thought that was really charming. And once again, like, they bring it back at the end because the movie even knows, like, yeah, that was a really charming, you know, scene with them. That's the only charming scene with them, in my opinion. But I, I you know, I, I, I think it's just undercooked. I think that, that's the problem with it is, like, it's really one note and undercooked. And, like, there's a, yeah, we'll get into it now because, like, yeah, so the everything with the, with the mom, with John Candy, you know, he has the Jim Belushi best friend, he's a cop, uh, he, he meets the girl, Ali Sheedy, he's like head over heels for her, but, but you know, she works at a funeral home, she, you know, puts makeup on, uh, on the bodies, the dead bodies, um, and makes the bodies kind of look like famous old-timey movie actors and actresses, which I thought was a charming detail, yeah. that once again, I, they don't really dive deep into why she does that or anything but like i thought it was an interesting like oh okay that's that's weird but like okay that's like yeah. an interesting kind of hook 
to like the relationship like oh like yeah she's a cute girl and all and she does this it's like oh yeah okay um, <laughs> uh interesting and uh actually what made me laugh out loud is once that kind of mute meet cute scene happens and he leaves and they have you know so they have a date and like they're uh, what is it like all, all these you know he, he's leaving the building and they're carrying the coffin oh yeah 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 <laughs> and he's like oh yes and he's like oh sorry I just got lucky with some girl <laughs> and they're like what and he's like no 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 not like that she she does a lot of people in there or, like she probably did that guy for instance I was like I gotta go <laughs> uh, which I, I I legitimately left that loud at that mm-hmm. part um, I, I don't, once again, I don't think this is like a funny, funny movie. And I don't think it's trying to be all that funny, which I actually kind of appreciate about this movie is that it's kind of hold back. That it's kind of like, oh, this is like, yeah, dramatic, but without like, I don't know, being so self-serious. Because it, it is pretty jokey at points, and I think some of it works better than others. But I think like, I think I, I liked how reserved it mostly was. Like, it, there was only a few like really zany moments that didn't really care for it with like Jim Belushi and like the dead body because you, you could tell that, oh. was cl- that was clearly like in a very 80s or, or in this case a very early 90s kind of type of humor that's like ah like I'm on the floor laughing I'm not but, yeah. the movie, but the movie thinks I'm on the floor laughing at this point um, yeah. but you know so there's a few moments but for the most part like yeah pulled back in a way that I actually appreciated yeah, um, it's it's a very romantic feel that I liked, and um, something beautiful, that I some read. Beautiful, sorry, uh, some beautiful shots, yeah. by the way. Um, yes. And when we go, uh, when we get into the second date with Ali Sheedy and Candy, because the first date is like really awkward. They're like at a, um, a, a a baseball field, you know. They're at a stadium, just alone. Mm-hmm. Um, the, you know, there's like one guy there, like you know, it's, and then there's the running joke, like, oh, it's good to be a cop, like I know people, and so like you know, he's a friend of his that like puts the fireworks up and everything, and like yeah, because there's there's the idea like she's really awkward and introverted, and it's like she makes it out to be like it's a disease, I don't know, like plenty of people are introverted, I don't know, was that like a '90s thing where it's like introverted? What is that? Is that's crazy? I don't know because I mean there are some like things that make people that way but yeah that's, I don't. I, that's true i mean that, that's a good point yeah but i i did think that that was um an interesting thing like i'm introverted what that just means you're shy <laughs> <laughs> right i was actually agreeing with candy like yeah like some people are shy and introverted like yeah. that's not like you know uh, but I, but i did i i thought that was an interesting I don't really delve deep into that in any like significant way she just kind of becomes more confident a scene or two later yeah um, but uh, something that I was going to say about like the, the feel of this movie, how you were saying that it's very pulled back. Um, something that I read that uh, Marie O'Hara, uh, who played the mom, uh, told John Candy that he reminded her of Charles Lofton. I think I'm saying that right, which is like an old time actor um, who played. Uh, I can't remember any of the other movies that I looked up, but he played Rembrandt, which I thought was um, interesting. Mm. Uh, who was ca- he? Was kind of like a funny guy who turned into like a serious dramatic actor back in the day. Um, but like citing that underneath the clown character had existed a powerful, complicated actor, uh, and she told him to trust his talent as an actor and not always play the clown. Which you see that in this movie. It's like, oh, he's very like. Um, introverted is obviously the wrong word but like he's very pulled back and he's not trying to get a laugh 
you know, which I, I appreciated about uh, his performance. Absolutely, I I definitely agree with you. I think this is strong work, and some of the strong, more uh, some of the what am I trying to say? Uh, it's it's slightly stronger than some of his other movies that we have covered because of that. Because like, you know, he's it's lighthearted, and it's definitely like a sensitive betrayal. You know, he's a sensitive guy and everything, mm-hmm. but like, it's never like completely at the expense of him, which I thought, which is why I loved his performance in Planes, Trains, Automobiles. And you can see that in the in this performance. Yeah, uh, I think we got a lot in this movie, what we were kind of hoping for, for him and like other movies. It's like, oh, like, uh, as you said, we kind of see it in Planes, Trains, Automobiles with like a few scenes where it's like, like I like me or whatever. Um, but this movie is like very pulled back and very, um, very sensitive and very unique in that way. Uh, and so I, I think I, I like this movie for his performance. I will say. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, uh, wonderfully said, Hunter. Yeah, that's why I like the performance too. Mm. Um, so yeah. Um, oh, and 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 once again, speaking of beautiful shots, yeah. So yeah, the first day was iffy but as we kind of mentioned yeah she's like she mentioned she's introverted you know i want to try again you know can we go out again he's like of course and so yeah we kind of get this montage where uh they're in chicago you know they're going uh you know they're seeing the sights of chicago uh there's this beautiful shot where it's like the sunset and like the two of them in the corner yep i was literally gonna bring that up badass right so beautiful it's so good yeah beautiful and then uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and then I think it's in the same like uh, scenes that you're talking about, and it kind of zooms in on them, and they're holding hands and they're walking away. It's beautiful, like like pink, like reddish stuff behind them, and it's the sunset, and it's like, oh my gosh, what a shot! Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. There's some good. really good, really cool shots in this. There was like one where I think it was a a, a fantasy or like a. Or, or, you know, just like a, uh, what am I trying to say? When John Candy is like imagining like what, what mm. could happen to his mom if he's not there. And there's just like this beautiful shot where like she's walking alone in, in the street corner and like she's near like a like scaffolding and there's like stuff like trash and like plastic all around it and it's like blowing in the wind. It's like, that's like mm. kind of a haunting shot. Oh, literally when that came up i didn't know um that he was fantasizing because i think it's the first time that it happens and then she falls into the pothole or whatever and i was like oh because i I didn't know i didn't read anything about the movie i didn't know what it was about and i was like oh i guess the mom dies (laughs) like that see i was already thinking like oh this is in his head oh really i was not i was like oh shit (laughs) without knowing anything i was like oh this is like you know, he's like really insecure about being uh, on his own without his mom, or or her being alone without him. Yeah, but I I will agree that that shot and like the fog and everything is very good. It's very haunting. Yeah. So and there's like once again nothing, no knock against the performances, but there's this terrible ADR line where like they the movie kind of knew like yeah, Ali Sheedy doesn't say that much in this movie. Let's ADR a line in where during their second date where she's talking about like, yeah, I want to, you know, go on Broadway someday and do makeup. And it's like, it's so clearly like in post, like oh, her, mouth, yeah. her mouth is not moving. Like oh, when they're in the carriage and she's like talking, quote unquote, 
Her mouth isn't moving. <laughs> that was clearly like, oh, uh, we need another like piece of dialogue from her. It's a little undercooked. It still is, but like you can tell like in post they were trying to be like, okay, well let's give her right, like, a little see, bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah, let's see. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the romance in this. I, I once again, it's not like terribly problematic to me. For at least you know, in my opinion, it's not as problematic as something like Splash, where I'm just kind of like ew the whole time. Mm-hmm. But like, but but it's very undercooked, and and nothing against the the acting or the chemistry. But like, the chemistry is fine. It's really just like there's not enough time to blossom the romance. Why do they like each other? And I feel like. And the movie, I feel like, knows this too, but then it kind of backs down. It's like, no, we get, we have to have them like be together at the end of the movie. It's like, yeah, why do they like each other? And I don't think the movie ever really answers that. It doesn't, and that's. I think that's probably. I mean, I think I have two main problems: the the resolution with the mom, and this. I don't like they they first meet, and it's at a bar, or she walks in and then smiles kind of and walks out and it's like okay i get being attracted to each other all right i'm gonna pass by you going to where she works whatever (laughs) i'll I'll let it slide and then that scene is very cute and i say oh we have some potential here Mm -hmm. and then it doesn't come back to it because and it's like ah ah it's so aggravating because they're they're both very good actors yeah could have had something there and it's like they they chose to not they chose to not care about it as much. I will say this though, I I think the movie does a good job in making me believe it. I don't get why they like each other, but because once again it's against type, he's a bigger guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel like in some movies they try so hard to make it like, yeah, like, do you believe it? You know, like that it becomes like so unrealistic. I at least can believe why they like you know what I mean like where they like I could see them on screen together and I'm not like what you know what I mean like yeah. once because cuz once again so unconventional like it made me believe it in, in that sense but when it comes to like a deep, deeper level like on a script level I, I just didn't really get why they liked each other yes I agree and it's because like both of them are so charming you yeah. know what I mean it's like you could have you could have a really shitty script and throw John Candy in there and it's like oh we like him we like him already just because like of him. Yeah, yeah. how he is. And so that's, I mean, that's incredible, too. It's like, there's not a lot of people that can really do that, you know? Yeah, and John Candy pulled it off. Because there's some other movies, uh, I, I, I can't, can you think of any, like, where it's, like, an unconventional romance, but you don't really believe it? Um, I don't even know if there, if I can think of, like, unconventional romances. Because, like, usually it's, like, the... I mean, no knock on these movies, because right. I, I like these movies, but usually it's like the Matthew McConaughey, Kate Hudson, you know what I mean? It's like the, oh, fucking movie stars, you know what I mean? Right, so pretty I, people, I yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like, and that becomes so, un, like, especially now, it's just been beat over the head so many times. It just becomes so uninteresting, where it's like, oh, these are regular people, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and they're, like, how I mentioned, like, John Kent, very handsome in this movie, but it's like, oh, these are regular people, so it's nice to see that. But unconventional romance movies. I guess one of those, like, like uh, O.J. Baruchel, is that his name? The the oh. uh, the How to Train Your Dragon guy. Uh, remember there was, like, one where, like, he's, like, in love or, or dating uh, Alice Eve? I think it's called Out of Your League. Yeah. 
I don't believe yeah. it. I don't believe it. <laughs> no. We'll be, yeah. I mean, well, because it's literally called Out of Your League. It's like. Right, the movie's like convincing you, like, this doesn't work, but also yeah, it's like, is trying to convince you it, that it does. It does? Question mark? Yeah, yeah, see, it's like, I think unconventional movies like that, it's like, oh, it's literally like, oh, isn't this funny how, like, unrealistic this is? Right. Which you is, know? you know, in its own way, a little not ideal. No. And this movie doesn't do that. This movie's just like, hey, look at this. And it plays like, it sincerely. It uh, uh, My biggest kind of pro with this movie is it wears its heart on its sleeve. I don't think it, it hits it out of the park every time, but I think when it does, I, I really resonate with it. So let's get into like some of the later scenes. So yeah, they're dating and like the the mom is like, huh? Like, who is this? Like, who are you dating? Oh, she's Sicilian. Huh. And you know, she's, you know, you were kind of mentioning this before, but yeah, she's a bigoted character. You know, she's yeah. set in her ways. She's, you know, uh, she has a very hard time uh, accepting this um, uh, that that he's indeed dating someone that isn't Irish. Yeah, literally every like, and even the the scene that you chose us to do um, today, it's like even that scene, it's like, well, literally anybody that's not Irish, anybody. Yeah, because there's the whole dinner scene where she's like, you know, and I, once again, I thought it was kind of relatable because I ha- have either known people who are kind of like that or like you know or whatever but yeah like you know yeah so they have a dinner date the mom's there and she's just kind of like ripping her to shreds at least she it's it's like she's just like not holding back she's just like oh wow like she's talking about like you know the way she looks and you know like oh you're you're part this you know you're part Sicilian and and at least she can't take it so she leaves and and there's this whole you know, kind of conflict when they get back home, Ma and John Candy. Yeah, um, and that, that's, again, that's an issue that it's like, I mean, I guess I can see the resolution you're talking about with the mother a little bit because she ends up with the the Greek man. So I guess yeah, she, that's she ends like up a, with the Greek man, uh, but also, and this is the, the part, the, the section of the movie that I don't quite love, I probably uh, like the least where it's like, um, you know, they're about to have the wedding, and then, like, the mom is like, I don't accept her as a a stepdaughter, I accept her as a daughter, and I was like, not earned, um, but, but I, 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 I like the scene fine enough, I guess, but like, yeah, not earned in any way, um, but that's not the, but that's not the end of her arc, which is why I'll, you know, I'll defend why I like it later. Um, but you know, so they're gonna have the wedding, but then the wedding's off because none of them show up because there, there's this kind of tension. Like, oh, you still, you still have a hold of mm-hmm. mom, or, or or your mom still has a hold of you. Like, you know, you constantly call her, and I was having a little bit of an issue with that because I was like, there's got to be a better way to show that than just him. Like, oh, can I call my mom real quick? Because that's normal, I think. I the check in. I mean, I if if it if the if the scene played out that he was constantly checking and calling like every like 10 minutes then i get it but be, the, by the way the scene was executed it was just like oh can i call my mom, mom real quick okay i'm back and she's just kind of like oh my god i can't believe you and it's like yeah yeah i 
I agree with you, but I'll play uh, uh, Devil's Avocado here. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that it's because like they just saw each other. But then again, that doesn't even work because it's like, oh, she visibly drove home with somebody that was like drinking. So of course you're gonna maybe want to call your mom to see if she got home okay. But I'll, but I I guess I can see how it can work because they literally just saw each other. Yeah, I, I yeah, I mean I I'm not so against that, but I but the, yeah, there was a part of me that was like, oh, there, I think there there should have been a better way to illustrate that than just like, oh, let me call her up real quick. It should yeah. have been like, no, I have to run to. Mm-hmm get her you know what i mean it, ha- it has to be like something inciting like forward momentum kind of moment where like no no, no i can't do this like and he's kind of struggling between both worlds like trying to be a good boyfriend but also trying to be a good son and i think like there needed to be i think just a little bit more of a drive where it was like kind of like struggle between like finding the right balance between those two things and i think with some of the scenes that i liked when it came to like you know him and the brother the brother's like oh you know she's a little plain like you know whatever you know blah 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 and uh and you know he 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 knocks him out john candy (laughs) punches the hell out of him um in a scene that was like hell yeah i mean like because like really like even if like that's true like you shouldn't like tell your brother that you know what i mean like that's just you know i thought it was i thought that scene was funny too when like john kenny pulls him over to the mirror and he's like oh what's this huh the cover of gq huh Oh, I'll make sure to buy the next issue. Look at you, huh? Yeah, right. Yeah, like, yeah, you, you have a lot to say. You know, who, you, like, who, who are you to say, you know? Yeah. Um, say, there's a issue like you had with that scene that I have a little bit, and I, I want to hear your thoughts on it. Um, there's a scene after she walks out from the dinner with his mom, uh, and she's all like, how dare you? Like, I want a man that'll like protect me always and never let me down i was like you're overreacting they make her i think there's better ways to show this stuff they they make her character seem very like like she overreacts a lot yeah yeah i agree like, i mean it's just like it but the weird thing is even though i don't love the romance it, it actually doesn't take up that much of the movie which is a problem but also like the scenes with the mom and John Candy are, are pretty interesting, pretty funny. Like mm-hmm. when they, once again, when the the bad dinner date uh, happens and they go home and they have a fight, and you know we we were we did part of that scene mm-hmm. in the beginning of the episode. Um, I think that's good. Like telling it how it is, you know, is like a a, a grandma trait or like a mom o- older mom trait. You know, like mm-hmm. sometimes older people just kind of say what they want to say and they shouldn't do that but like you know this is when the movie really works for me where i actually kind of see a a slightly sympathetic side to her not to say that she's a good person not to say that she is right in the way she's saying things but i'm glad we had a scene like that where Mm -hmm. at least she knows hey i'm just telling it how it is god damn it uh ali sheedy yeah, hey, what's up? Oh. Don't... Don't talk about Only the Lonely. Oops, <laughs> too late. Sorry, what? Whoa. Can you even... Can you even say that word anymore? 
<laughs> Jesus Christ, Allie. Alright, I'm hanging up. This is this this went south real fast. I need I I need to let you go. Alright, goodbye. Nick And what? that's how I think the movie should have ended. <laughs> With a phone call. No, maybe her. not a phone call, but but like, <laughs> you know, that like I actually do think that they should have not stayed together at the end of the movie. I, I think maybe because like it's undercooked in my opinion, but like I feel like in some ways the movie is trying to convince you like yeah maybe they're rushing into things like maybe they shouldn't be like get married like qu that quickly maybe it's more of a defiance thing than like a true true love thing but once again they don't really explore that whatever but um, yeah but once again with the the scenes that I like that I was. Uh, talking about before I was really interrupted by Ali Sheedy. Um, still love you, babe. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but um, but uh, I like the way in in those scenes that like she's kind of justifying it. And once again, not saying that's right. Not saying that you know that that like she's a heroic or good character by any means. But she's an, I find her an interesting character because of that. Where, like, we have scenes where, like, she's justifying, like, hey, I'm just telling how it is, blah, 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 blah. Like, here's why I am who I am. You know, like, yeah. here's why I don't think it's bad what I'm doing here. I think I'm helping you. I think I'm protecting you from the world. Um, and, you know, she becomes, she's very overprotective in a lot of ways. And I think th there's a great scene, one of my favorites that really shows her acting chops where they're, I think they're in a church. And I think, I think the hash things out, like they go to see a priest or whatever. Hmm. And right after that, they kind of talk about like, she, she said, she says something like, Oh, I don't want you to leave. I, I could do this stuff for the rest of my life. I could talk to strangers. I could do this, but I won't have you. I'll be alone doing it. And that actually made me feel a little bit. And I thought that was actually like, a good, like, sympathetic moment. Once again, not to say that she's right for being overprotective, but, like, once again, that's a shade of sympathy that I actually liked. And, like, she's a little teary-eyed when she's giving that speech to his son. So the wedding's off. Um, everyone, Jim Belushi, everyone's like, what happened? And, you know, and Jim Belushi's, like, kind of unlikable in this, by the way. We haven't talked about it yet. But, like, I, I guess that's the point. Because John Candy kind of calls him out later, like, you're so sex-crazed. Like, what the hell, dude? Like, can you, like stop and so it's i like, like everything yeah yeah like so i like that scene sorry what were you gonna say oh, I was like, everything's related to sex man what are you talking about <laughs> that's what he says he's like what do you mean he's like 45 percent of people in these buildings are doing something that's yep. a, and then the, <laughs> the prisoner in the back is like that's a fact that's a fact <laughs> that's right i like that part yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, uh, he's out of line, but he's right. Uh, <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, we... But, yeah, I, I'm not in love with most of the other scenes with him. But, like, I, I liked when John Candy was, like, telling him off like that. Just because I was like, yeah, I am annoyed by this character. You're like, yeah, call him out, please. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so, uh, anyway, yeah, so the wedding's off. John Candy's not talking to anyone about it. You know, she he goes back to the uh, funeral home sees her but kind of backs out backs away and she's like huh oh, I guess there's nobody I don't know what's going on and then um, 
And is that the, the is that then the, the scene? Because to, to kind of set up like the brothers, like you can go to Florida, you know, you can change a, you know, you can have a job there as a cop. You're gonna bring mom, you know, change your pace, you know, uh, a new location. That's great, right? So they're they're going, and then they have that scene. Yeah, um, which was a very touching scene where he's like, "Oh, hold on, I'm gonna go back in and talk to her. I'm not coming with you." And then she just freaking blows her talk, and she's just like. Like, I lost, like, so much because of you. Like, I'm sick of doing your laundry and making your bed and uh, making you food and stuff like that. She tells him off, and then she leaves. And then, like, ten seconds later, she comes back. Uh, and she's like, I'm sorry. And then John Candy is like, you're just telling it like it is. It's all right. And she's like, telling it like it is would hurt too much right now. And I like that scene! Oh, that scene is that scene like tugged at my heartstrings. That's what I'm saying. So, yeah. so what what about that arc doesn't work for you then? It just seems like I don't know. I I, I don't know because that that scene is very good, but I just I wanted something that was like like. I guess if you interpret that scene, sorry, I'm, I'm kind of talking my way through it, but I guess if you interpret yeah. that scene in like, oh, all of those rude things that I said, I'm actually not telling it like it is. I'm just using it as like a defense mechanism. Then I think the arc is very good. And then that kind of changes my, my cons about this movie. Do you think that's what it is? Well, I, I think you're right on the money on that a little bit. Uh, not a little bit, a lot of a lot of it. A lot of it. A lot of it. Uh, but you know, like yeah, like it is a defense mechanism. Like like she's saying like all these cruel things because she's hurt right now. Like he just said, I'm not coming with you, which is like the worst thing that could happen to her. So for her to protect herself, she's like, you know what? I didn't need you anyway all my life. Because that's really hurtful stuff. But like once again, you. feel feel it in the performance you feel it in like john candy's reaction shots you feel like she doesn't mean what she's saying but she's so hurt that she feels like she has to hurt him back in the same way where it's like once again mean mom character but there's shades of three-dimensionality that kind of creep in into moments like that in, in her performance and in the script that i really really like and that once again she comes back says sorry and doesn't and and I love this. Yeah, like she doesn't open up that much. She doesn't. She just says, "If I did, it would hurt even more." And she doesn't say, "I love you" to him. And I found that really profound. She's not ready to. Maybe someday she'll be ready to once again, like kind of open up like that. But and she's not completely irredeemable because once again she came back to say, like, "Look, I know I'm rude. I know." that I'm a little much. And John Candy kind of jokes about that. Like, yeah, you are kidding. But like, she kind of has a self-awareness by the end of the movie about that. But once again, she's not quite there yet, but you know that maybe in the future, she will finally get to open up a little bit more and accept change more willingly. But this is a good first step. This is good, like, in, a, in, a, in her own way, in her own mean, shallow, kind of petty way, she's saying, I love you in this really rude way but once again it's it's progress it's it's interesting i i once again not smooth not a smooth arc by any means not one of the greatest like 
mean character turned nicer by the end kind of arc that I wish the movie like leaned into a little more but but once again I think it's there and I think it, it, it's quite effective in some points beautifully said by uh, by the Nicholas Manor that was beautiful <laughs> um, yeah um, I'll ask you another question do you think like that scene where she's saying these rude terrible things you think like the bigotry that she was like or when she's saying bigoted things like throughout the whole movie do you think that that is also a defense mechanism for wanting to protect herself or her son or do you think that that could be a thing like she doesn't actually mean the thing that's, that she's saying just like in that scene that's a whole other can of worms, I think, about just, like, racism. <laughs> but uh, I will say that there is at least some points where it's a defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, in a better movie, I think that could have been explored even more. But I think there, there's there's some interpretation there where you can be like, okay, she's kind of protecting herself here. She's being mean. Because really, you know, and there's, a whole, once again, a whole other can of, can of worms, but, like, you know, being mean in general is kind of, in a lot of ways a defense thing like I I have to protect myself right now because I'm hurt how do I do that in an unhealthy way but still you know like that you know that's you know and there's a whole kind of thing oh yeah here at NYC Actors Talk Film (laughs) we talk about the hard-hitting subjects (laughs) NYC Actors Talk meanies talk meanies (laughs) talk bullies bullies this mom's a Grade A bully. Grade A bigot. <laughs> um, yeah. I okay. I I think this movie's very. In- after discussing this, I think this movie's very interesting. Uh, so yeah, they get back together, John Candy and Ali Sheedy. Um, and once again, I actually found it charming, just because I liked the the beginning of that relationship, even though I, as a whole, I, I wish they did more with it. But um, uh, yeah, um, the mom goes away, goes to Florida with the with the charming Greek lad. <laughs> uh, it's such a charming little subplot. Um, yeah. I once again very natural progression where she's like very against it at first and where once again a very natural character arc. She's not completely like, let's make out she's like, eh, later. Mm-hmm. You know, which I think yeah. once again, I think it I think that's the strongest stuff of the movie. It's just her. Her performance and her chemistry with John Candy, I think that's like the whole movie was kind of about that. I feel yeah. like there would be there's like a brilliant movie somewhere in here. And instead, mm-hmm. in my opinion, it's a pretty good movie. And that that once again is unique enough, wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh, you know, romance yeah, so like he John Candy at the end has a vision, uh, again, you know, he's embracing Ali Sheedy and you think, Oh, is he gonna have another nightmare, you know, fantasy about what's gonna happen to the mom? But instead she's like beating up fake, you know, dream therapist, uh, therapist, uh, terrorists, therapists. <laughs> there are therapists on the plane! <laughs> terrorists. They're not therapists, terrorists. <laughs> therapists! <laughs> that's, a, that's a really funny joke. That's such a funny joke. There are therapists on the plane! You know, he's having a fantasy where she she's okay. That like, And she's saying right to him, like, I'm gonna be okay. And then the movie ends 
The score is quite good, by the way. I really like the music in the, in yes. the movie. And, yeah. and, and once again, kind of like Uncle Buck, but I think in a better way here, the movie leaves me with a good feeling where I'm like, okay, I, I enjoyed my experience. Yeah, I, I'd have to say I, I enjoy this, uh, this, this film, this film, this uh, film. This uh, I enjoy this film more than uh, Uncle Buck, which I think I'm surprised to say. Because Uncle Buck is this, like, I mean, hearing about it before I, I saw it, it was like, oh, this legendary, like, oh, Uncle Buck, you know, it's this legendary comedy, which it's, it has its moments, but I think this movie um, utilizes John Candy a whole lot better. Um, and also, one last fun fact uh, for the podcast, talking about uh, Maureen O'Hara and John Candy, their chemistry in this movie um interesting story i guess this movie didn't have uh enough in their budget to have a trailer for maureen o'hara on this movie and john candy was shocked and appalled by this he was like how are you treating this legendary like film star like this how do you not have um a budget for a trailer for her so he gave her his trailer and that is such a nice act and then the movie the producers and stuff like that were like we can't have the star of this movie without a trailer and then they gave john candy his own trailer isn't that crazy it just goes to show how kind he was right and like i keep thinking because the last miniseries we did robin Williams, a kind amazing soul john candy the same same thing yeah, totally. Yeah, good story. Yeah, good story. Right, right. And I, I just thought it was such bullshit too. Like talking about it right now, I'm like, oh, you didn't have a, you didn't have it in your budget for another trailer. Oh, but if John Candy's without a trailer, oh, we, we can, we can, uh, <laughs> we can get a few, we can find a few bucks here and there to, oh, oh, okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all right. You know, uh, John Candy was against the grain. We love to see it. Um, so yeah, uh, final thoughts and rating. Oh boy. Final thoughts after it's amazing talking about movies sometimes where like, I'm like, Oh, I have some problems with this movie. And then we kind of like talk it out and it's like, Oh, never mind. That problem is not a problem at all. That was just like in my first viewing, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you're welcome. Hunter. Yeah. Just, thank you. Nick. No, really though. It's like, oh, like with the character arc, like that was a problem, or uh, the mom's character arc. I, I find it so much more interesting than when I first watched it. Um, yeah, I think it's a, it's a very interesting movie. Uh, I think, I don't know if John Candy's that peak John Candy here, but no. But I like it. I like his, his uh, dramatic chops here. I like him being the leading man. Um, yeah, I think the rating here is very difficult. I think I'm going to give it a six and a half out of 10. I think that's pretty fair. Um, but yeah, where it ranks, I haven't put it in yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where it ranks yet, but well, would you put it like second, third? Uh, yeah, let me look at my... Better than Uncle Buck? Question mark? See, th- that's why it's so difficult because it's like the movie, the performance, is it a mixture of both? I think I'm going to have to put it uh, second behind Planes, Trains, 
um, okay. before Uncle Buck. Yeah. Number two. Cool. So yeah, I I, I enjoyed myself. I, I like this movie, flaws and all. Um, I, it's not a movie that I adore or anything, but I do think there's some things that I do adore about it. Um, I uh, it's, it's a bit messy, it's a bit all over the place in some places. Uh, as George Lucas would say, um, I think I went too far in a few places. Uh, Replace George Lucas with this movie. Um, and the, <laughs> uh, the movie is, itself is saying, I think I went too far in a few places. I think it was too far. Uh, but uh, I, I, I liked how sincere, sincere, I liked how sincere the movie was. I liked... Uh, the performances by Candy and Maureen O'Hara uh, and I thought it was charming I thought you know once again not the deepest movie but I think like it left me like charmed and I once again I was like oh underrated like I don't see a lot of people talking about this one mm-hmm. and not to say it's like the best John Candy movie even but like but I was like yeah like this one is a little underlooked like it's a little under the radar and I think people need to see this just to see, like, yeah, John Candy could hold his own in a movie like this. In yeah. A, in a dramatic, more dramatic at least, and, and romantic, charming way that we don't really see a lot of uh, in his movies. So I thought that was just, like, substantial in its own way. So I probably, like, a very, a very, um, generous 7 out of 10 I, I, I enjoyed myself uh, technically it would maybe be a 6 but I, I think there's some things that I really liked that I, I have to push it to a 7 so yeah this is my second favorite uh, John Candy performance uh, definitely better than Uncle Buck um, mm. uh, not quite as good as Planes, Trains but it's, it's a solid performance that I think is worth uh, looking into or, or worth watching so yeah, that was our Only the Lonely episode. Thank you guys for listening. We are NYC Actors Talk Film, a podcast where we go through actors' filmography and most prolific work. Uh, we have a YouTube channel at NYC Actors Talk Film. We have an Instagram at NYC Actors Talk Film. We yeah, we have a website, NYC Actors Talk Film. Uh, our last episode of NYC Actors Talk John Candy is next week, uh, where we talk cool running. Uh, so this is uh, you know a shorter mini series, but I think uh, I think worth worth it. I, I this has been uh, once again lighter, more breezy, yeah. but I but I I've I've enjoyed going into uh, this guy's work. Yeah, um, I again I've only ever seen on this list anyway. I've only ever seen um, Cool Runnings, so. Oh, interesting. So this will be this next one will be the one you've already watched, and I haven't. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Don't be lonely. You're not the only lo. You know what? You're not the only lonely. You're not the only lonely. There are other lonelies. You're not the only one. That's right. Let's be alone together. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>